Hello guys, welcome again to the Creation Station, our very own original content series where we sit down with key figures in the creator economy and talk about content, technology, and culture. I'm happy to have Gilly Fleekop today on the show. Gilly is a TikTok influencer with more than 12 million views. Uh, she's a content creator and food vlogger. She also works for uh, Iron Source. And for the people who don't know Iron Source, uh, so Iron Source is the leading business platform for the app economy. And their mission is to help any app developer turn their apps into scalable, successful business. So it's going to be very interesting today as we are going to also talk about the massive growth of companies hiring creators, a highly growing trend in the creator economy. So let's begin. Gilly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks for having me, Tal. Um, so I'm Gilly. I was born and raised in Philly, so hence my TikTok name, Gilly from Philly. When I moved to Israel a little over three years ago, and I've been working in the high-tech scene in the marketing space. That's awesome, and I like the Gilly from Philly. Very catchy. So let's, let's begin with your start on social media. Tell us a little bit how it all began. Yeah, so I opened a TikTok account. It's uh, one year now, so one year ago. And I just decided to capture different parts of my life on camera. I always love creating and crafting stories and writing. And so when I found TikTok, it was this amazing space for me to just let my creative energy have a place to live and explore different types of content. And I just fell in love with it from very quickly on from downloading the app. Nice. That's super nice. And did you, did you find any out of the ordinary ways to build up uh, following on social media? So I didn't actually realize that my name would have such a big part and Gilly from Philly, this kind of brand and having a strong name and personal brand and one that's catchy and easy to remember and easy to say would help me so much build a following. Like, I think I owe a lot of my success to the entire Gilly from Philly rhyme, <laughs> the catchy phrase of it. <laughs> I think you owe your success to your parents who decided to. Yes. Yeah. It's funny, actually, when I first when I first opened my TikTok account, and to this day, I haven't changed it. My username is Gilly from Philly. Thanks, mom, because I had to thank her. Oh, really? for... <laughs> you, did, you did thank I her, your parents. It. Yeah, and I'm sure so many of my followers don't understand why it says that, but hopefully now it clarifies. Okay, cool. So let's let's get uh, a little bit deeper. And I want to I want to hear about the moment it all clicked and you, you realize this is what you want to do with your life. Yeah. So I think TikTok and a lot of social media, but TikTok specifically is super authentic. And there was this moment when I just realized that this was a hundred percent me. I wasn't putting on a show or a performance. It was literally just a reflection of myself. And as I was making content, I felt this like passion inside to keep being me and keep showing it. And I think like just the fact that I could exist on camera and people like that and the authenticity of the whole experience, it just all clicked and was like, I want to keep doing this and really commit myself to being a content creator. Amazing. You do, you do have amazing uh, vibe and, uh, and I really like, I feel it from here. <laughs> That's for sure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank um, you. And what would be some words um, you would, used to describe yourself as a creator at this point of your life? 
I think young in a good way. I think a lot of people are afraid of, you know, admitting that they're young or maybe inexperienced, but I think it's actually a huge strength. So being really young, being fresh and authentic and and bringing that excitement. I love bringing energy and excitement to my videos and all of my content. So that's what I would use to describe me and my content in general. Great, great. So another, another interesting point that we're going to discuss today would be your work in Iron Source. So as part of your content creation journey, you, you're working and work with Iron Source. So for those who missed, Iron Source is the leading business platform for the app economy. So we would love to hear about your time in Iron Source as a content creator. Yeah, so for sure. So I've been working at Iron Source for just about two years now. I'm on the marketing team, specifically the content team. Uh, and so I create content for Iron Source's social media channels, specifically Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Nice. And did your TikTok content creation overlap with, with your job at Iron Source? Yeah, def definitely. So, so when I was at Iron Source is when I started to actually vlog and and create content on TikTok. And as I started to vlog, I would showcase my life at work. You know, as part of a day in the life, I would go to work and show my office and just show my team. And eventually I realized that people were really interested in seeing that part of my life. Um, so when I started to get more traction and more followers, people started to recognize irons for my videos. I actually started getting a bunch of CVs sent to me and LinkedIn messages. Wow. And I would get messages from like the kids of VPs at the company being like, oh my gosh, my, I never realized my dad's workplace was so cool. <laughs> and it was really, really cool to see that. And it was crazy to think about that, like all of those connections and all of those opportunities and all the people I met and all the people I introduced to Iron Source all came from literally me just holding my phone at work and holding, just showing my regular day-to-day -day life. Gilly, did, did you feel that the content you created for Iron Source had anything to do with the content you created for your own social media accounts? Were there any similarities between the two? So I will say that I have a very Gilly vibe to any content I touch, whether that's in the copywriting of the caption or the style of editing of short form video content. At the end of the day, it's still me creating the content, but I will say the two brands, my personal brand and Iron Source's brand are completely separate and in no way connected. But you can definitely see my personality in Iron Source's social media, particularly in employer branding and like when I'm making any employee-based content. Actually, a few yeah. weeks ago, I crafted a post featuring some of our amazing working moms at the company that uh, form this club while they're on maternity leave. And so I planned the, the post, I wrote the copy, I planned the picture, and the post ended up hitting 280,000 impressions and had like 22,000 clicks. So I was super proud of that. And I think it's a cool example. As a creator, I have the freedom and the creative, you know, creative freedom to go ahead and try different content and put my personality into it. So it's really exciting. Amazing. So basically, you're still bringing your own thing to the company. And as you said, you really have a freedom to create Geely from Philly vibe in the company. I think like it's, it's, it's definitely a Gilly, a Gilly vibe and a Gilly touch to the content, but it's still Iron Source's brand and in no way connected to me, but yeah, it is really awesome to, I think what's awesome, the Iron Source also lets me, I'm a really, really fast thinker, a lot of, of fast ideas coming up and 
Iron Source lets me try those ideas out and experiment with them, which I am so happy that I have a company that supports that. That's cool, for sure. And so if we look about, look on the future of the creator economy, do you believe we're going to see more content creators evolving in companies and in and, and, and brands? Absolutely. I, I actually just saw a job listing of a company looking to hire a full-time meme maker. Like, I'm not kidding, like a oh, full-time wow. meme maker. And I think, yeah, I think creative minds I are such a profession. Yeah. Look at that. Like, and I, and I'm predicting that these types of jobs are going to pop up really quickly. Uh, TikTok and, uh, you know, TikTok specialists within a company. And so I think that creative minds are in higher demand than ever before. And I really believe that content creators are the next generation of CMOs. So we'll see where, where that prediction heads, but I really believe that. We write everything here. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. So our next question would be a day in your life, a day in a life. So describe a typical day, how it looks like and how much time and energy you goes into preparation for creating new content. Um, so, so yeah, so I work full time and at iron source, I, I always joke that like the whole day from the moment I wake up until the moment when I go to sleep, I'm on social media, but like the first half of the day is for my job and the second half of the day is for me. And so during work, I'm on social media for, you know, company, social media, our company's social media channels and you know, creating content and analyzing content and doing all of that. And then the second works over, I open my personal laptop and I'm creating, you know, thinking of my own content. And so it's really, it's definitely a balance to try to always be content creating in some capacity. I recently started a YouTube channel and I co-host a podcast as well, in addition to my TikTok. So I feel like I'm in content mode 24 seven. Uh, weekends are really big for me. <laughs> I, I try to get a lot of content out on the weekends and I try to batch content and know what I'm posting weeks in advance. I, I try at least. Yeah. So if you already said that, so for creators who listen or viewing, viewing the video, so you're creating batch batches of content. You're trying to create batches uh, in order to give yourself more spare time during the month. During the Definitely. Week. Definitely. I think especially in the beginning, when I was really trying to consistently and like on an everyday basis, post two TikToks a day, I would spend like one day or one weekend just batching like 10 TikToks in a weekend. And then I would have it ready for the next few weeks. That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it really gives you spare time for other things rather than content creating. Right. Right. And you're less like, at least for me, like, when I'm in execution mode, I'm very focused. And so I can get more done when I'm already in that mode. Got it. Great tip for creators who are uh, viewing this uh, video. So Gilly, the hardest question in the interview, give yeah. us a fun Before I was a content creator, I really wanted to be a professional motivational speaker. And so I created an Instagram account called Gilly guides and I would upload motivational videos. This is before Instagram reels existed. It was just videos Ooh. and it was complete failure. I think I had like a hundred followers, but that was my first attempt at content creation a few years ago. Are we able to see the, to follow the account? Because unfortunately, for, no, for those who need some motivation quotes. 
rest in peace. It doesn't exist anymore. Actually, a lot of people saw Gilly guides and thought that I was like a tour guide. And so I think there was some branding issues happening there. Okay. We are about to finish. So some last questions about what does the future holds uh, for you uh, and for creator economy. So when will you feel like you've made it? I think I can tell you there was a moment that I, first of all, I think I'm continuing and I'm continuing this path of like learning and creating and seeing who I am. And I think change as a content creator is super important. Like a lot of people think they have to stay in this one track. And I love the fact that I can keep growing and evolving, but there was a moment that I kind of felt that actually when I started creating and people would stop me on the street and tell me, you know, you're food blogging. Yeah. Like we really love your recommendations or you really helped inspire me to get a job. There was a, a fan that stopped me. And usually people will just stop me and tell me like, oh my God, I'm a celebrity already. (laughs) Usually like most people will just stop me and just tell me, I love your content, whatever. But there was this girl that saw me in the street and she stopped me and she said, I have to tell you that because of you and your TikTok, you helped my relationship. Like you helped me and my boyfriend go on dates and find new adventures to explore. And you made like our time in Tel Aviv and our life here more fun. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even realize the impact that these funny videos that I made in my little tiny apartment were, were having on people. So if, if we, we can say that you already feel that you've made it. I think I'm continuing to, 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 of course, of course. Uh, (laughs) but I feel like I'm really proud of where I am, but I have so much, so much room to grow, but it's, it's definitely super encouraging when I hear from, you know, fans or subscribers or followers. Feedback from your environment and yeah, seriously motivated. Yeah, for sure. I think that's like my biggest motivator is that there are people out there that actually enjoy my content and helps them and inspires them in any capacity. That's like the biggest thing that pushes me to keep creating and keep creating content. Even if sometimes I feel really tired or don't have the energy to. Yeah, totally understand. If if somebody would come to me in the streets and tell me that I saved their relationship, I would definitely feel uh feel accomplished. <laughs> it was like it was like a top moment in my TikTok oh, career. Yeah, <laughs> and and let's let's talk about the future of creator economy. Do you have any as a creator, do you have any vision? What do you think are gonna be in the future, the coming future for creator economy? I think the creator economy is it's just just starting. It's going to boom. It's booming and it's going to explode more and more. I think there's all these statistics nowadays that I don't know, majority of kids, when you ask them what they want to be when they grow up, they say YouTubers. Um, I think wow. we're entering this amazing part of the, the whole creator economy where anyone can be a creator. If you just have an iPhone, you can be a creator. I only use my phone. I honestly don't have any professional cameras and I was able to build a, a whole TikTok career out of it. So Great. Yeah, definitely agree. And you can, you can, as you said, you can see this, this trend growing and creator economy growing and really mm-hmm. young people really want to be YouTubers and they can really reach success in a night and with their phone. So mm-hmm. opportunities yeah. out there. I think it's just the future. Um, yeah, it is. It is the future. Mm-hmm. Definitely the future. And last question for the creators who are watching, let's give them some advice and tips before we wrap this up. So first, what advice would you give yourself if you started 
this all again. The biggest piece of advice, and this is advice that I will tell anyone that ever asks me is just start. Like there's, there's nothing that you're going to learn by sitting and just ruminating and just, you know, thinking about it. Like you have to start. And I wish I started earlier. Uh, I wish that, you know, I would not let that fear get to me. And so literally just start creating, especially, especially nowadays when content doesn't have to be this picture perfect, like professional thing, like the most authentic content is what's doing best and it will continue to do best. So just start and you'll learn along the way. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think also in past interviews, authentication is also something that is very, very helpful for, for the creators that we are talking with. So. Right. And I, I actually like a lot of creators or people that want to be creators ask me, like, I have all these ideas that interest me and I don't know where to start. Like I want to do food vlogging, but I want to do lifestyle and I want to do tips. And I always say to them, like, why do you have to pick? Like start, see what feels right, see what feels fun, see what feels natural to you. And you'll, you'll find it along the way. You don't have to pick one thing in the beginning, especially like just try new things, see what, see what's fun for you too. And let's give a, a, a stronger tip in monetization for creators. What would be three things you would recommend a creator to begin making money as a creator? When you walk into a room, whether that's with a potential brand deal or you're about to call someone or pitch yourself, like it, it's so important. You don't realize how important your energy is. If you come in with an energy of, I'm an expert, I know what I'm doing. What? Of Gilly from Philly. Are you? <laughs> your energy and, and your spark and your, your creative, your, your creator. So your creative mind and you come in and you just let that energy flow. All of the opportunities that, that are waiting for you are going to open up. Right. So don't, don't diminish yourself. Don't put yourself down. Don't, you know, imposter syndrome is really popular among young creators and people that are entering the space. So I would say confidence too. I would say to stay organized um, especially when you start monetizing and you have different stakeholders and uh, different people involved. Uh, the simplest thing can go the longest way by just making sure that you're handling everything really professionally, writing everything down, acting like a professional. Even if you're making funny TikTok dances and that's your brand, you're still a professional. And so you want to make sure that uh, you're handling your business professionally. And three, uh, just be authentic. Like if you're starting to monetize and if companies are hiring you, the best thing you can do is be yourself and always stay true to yourself. Because if you start changing yourself for different monetization opportunities, uh, then you lost your brand and your brand is the most important part in your community. So stay true to yourself for sure. That was all Please. right in the wrong top. <laughs> that was a freestyle. Um, yeah. <laughs> Okay, last question before we finish. Give us your golden tips for aspiring creators. That could be tools that you're using or some growth hacks that you used in the past. I would say a few things. I would say, first and foremost, be purposeful in your strategy. So when you're starting to, like after you've tested out and after you kind of see what works and see what type of content you want. Understand who's your audience and what content they want to hear. Be purposeful. Make sure that your content is providing value to them. And then some golden tips I would say is create a personal hashtag. So my hashtag is hashtag Gilly from Philly. And so everyone can think of a hashtag that's just for them. And especially on TikTok, that personal hashtag will help number one, push your videos more because the way the algorithm analyzes 
you know, what hashtags people are interacting with. And if they're interacting with the hashtag Ilya from Philly app, sorry, hashtag Ilya from Philly video, then the only other videos out there that have hashtag Ilya from Philly are my videos. So I'm helping push future content. And I would say other golden tips is to really think about your hook, whether it's the first sentence of your LinkedIn post, the first 10 seconds of your TikTok, your hook is, you know, the only thing that's going to pull people in, especially when you're new. And so really, really try to dedicate large amounts of time in the creation process to thinking of a strong hook. And the last thing I would say is really be consistent. Like I know we're, it's kind of like a buzzword is consistency and it's kind of a word that we hear a lot, but I can't emphasize it enough that if you're consistent and you continually post and you're posting valuable content, then you're going to grow. That's great tips. And I think I'm going to use them myself today. Uh, for, uh, yeah, Tom, waiting for your... I'm waiting for your first TikTok for you to send me. Yeah, don't worry. It's on the way. Tall from Tel Aviv. Yeah, that's less sketchy than I'll think about something. Don't worry. Okay, Neely, so thank you so much uh, for being with us today and telling your uh, inspiring story. Thank you for and having me. You thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.